0: This is an that awakening will start in T-minus 10 seconds, 10, 9, 8, 7,
1: 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Brought to you by
0: KED
1: Ahoy there, ladies! It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. This afternoon, we have my good buddy, and, you know, Facebook known pretty much everywhere, the guy that created Defeat the Media, Mr. Terry from Way Down Under. He's a real cool dude, you guys. Man, he's been on here a few times before, and uh, he's He'd been fighting the forefront over there in australia constantly getting banned and stuff like that and you know he's 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 a real cool dude when it comes to sharing the truth and speaking his opinion and he always comes to me and says man i got some good ideas and we should make episodes about them so today he was like let's do one about propaganda and you know propaganda is something that everybody does in some sort of way whether it you know be even us trying to Help persuade people to think free and think for themselves. You know, there's there's good propaganda and bad propaganda, and believe it or not, many of you are affected by propaganda probably seven to eleven times a day. There's been different studies and stuff like that done, and we're gonna go over stuff like that tonight. You know, as as part of just the way of doing the way we do things and whatnot. You know, that's it's good to cover some of these subjects so that maybe you know what to look for when. Being fed things, whether it's from the media, from social media, from movies, from TV, even from podcasts, there's all kinds of different ways that it could be looked at. And I think today is going to be a good episode of how to go over all that kind of stuff. So, of course, first of all and foremost, I need to thank each and every one of you out there listening and watching worldwide. This is uh, it's quite amazing, and we we can't appreciate it more that. You chose to tune in to us. That's that's pretty awesome stuff, you guys. So we're going to keep on pumping these out and showing you guys as much as we can show you from the crazy and conspiracy to the true and reality. Because there's just so much to go over and so little time sometimes, I feel. Of course, you guys know if you want to get back to all of the good stuff that does involve dealing with us and where you can find us and where you can just find a little bit of everything when it comes to stuff dealing with us and everybody else. Make sure you hop on over there to unconstitutionalawakening.com. You guys know that's the best place to find everything us and get back to even our social medias and stuff from each individual host over here in the host section. You can get over there and make some cool comments and, you know, ask us questions and stuff about the shows or even about ourselves over there in the UA social. And then over here in the podcast some more, you can find, you know, separate sections for each host that are trying to share some stuff to help change the world in different ways. Of course, you can find every episode of this show, every episode of me on the Red Pill Project because I'm always hanging out there with those fantastic people. And of course, when we're guests on other shows, there's definitely a section in there to show you a spot you know where you guys can catch us on other folks' shows because we do get invited to other shows frequently. You can also scroll on down here and find the links to just watch us, man. We're on Rumble, Odyssey, and Bitshoot to watch. Believe it or not, there's some episodes on Brighteon as well as a few episodes on YouTube, and the YouTube is a uh, is at youtube.com forward slash unconstitutional awakening. You guys can find some great YouTube content over there as well. You know, in some of my TikToks and stuff that we share on here occasionally. You can check out the show to listen to and even listen to it right there on the channel, man. There's it keeps you up to date with episodes, episode by episode, as well as links to get back to our Fantabulous merch store to get you some of this awesome unconstitutional awakening merch. You can get things with our UA logo logo. You can get things even with this awesome freedom flag that i'm always flying you guys love so much you can give a check out to our sponsors friends of liberty and such like that kirk elliott peachy key creations ammo can survival and brett pike classical learner man these are all folks that are actually trying to take the steps forward to make change in this world that we live in currently and build a new system while rome falls around us you guys can find all of that good stuff over there again at unconstitutionalawakening.com the home for everything that's here for us so i guess with all that let's just get into all this good stuff today cuz i think today is going to be a very progressive episode
2: so how's everyone doing today Luis? how you doing up there man good good uh i did not get stabbed at ruth christ so i'm well but a late too <sighs> man we haven't uh, Chris in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know it's a stabby, stabby place in Manhattan.
1: You know, the <laughs> section that it's in in Atlanta, it might be a stabby, stabby place, too.
2: Not the stakes? <laughs> Not the stakes. <laughs> um, yeah, things Terry. are going great here.
1: Terry, how's things going on the right side up? Because. You corrected me recently and said I'm upside
0: down. You're, you're at the bottom. We're not at the bottom. You're at the bottom.
2: Well, yeah, there's there's some there's some potential truth to that. The, uh, the most Africans believe that the south of Africa is the north. Yeah, and technically, I, Australia I mean, is in the in the north. It's we're the ones
1: that're wrong. You know, that's I think that's a great that's a great point off point right there on our conversation right there is the the power of propaganda because in reality we don't know what's true anymore. We don't know shit. Uh, No, we don't. (laughs) You know, know, propaganda has, as I mentioned in the opening segment there, the propaganda comes in many forms. And when people hear the word propaganda, they immediately think like negative. But there's even positive propaganda and such. Like, I don't, you know, there's a, there seems to be propaganda used in many different ways for many different things you even encounter it every day apparently up to 11 times from what i was reading in some marketing stuff because apparently some of the psychology that's taught in marketing deals really big in propaganda alone but terry had said he wanted you know he had brought i, I said propaganda when he said we were looking for an option to talk about and i was like let's run with it because
2: yeah a ton to do this propaganda. is technically how the earth's it looks like from australia's point of view
1: He's probably right.
2: This is the weirdest thing. Is like, what if this is actually the right way, and we've been lied to this entire time? Antarctica is mm-hmm. the
1: North Pole, and that's why they're hiding it so bad.
2: Well, technically, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is the fun part. Antarctica is the North Pole. Polarity-wise, it's, the South Pole is the North magnetically. So,
1: you know, people, you know, that that's a great thing to point out. People never take into consideration the, that how the South the is the
2: North and the North are the South and how a, how the polarity of like,
1: magnetism They're like the magnet always points north. Well, wouldn't that make the North Pole the South Pole? Like, of course, it always points north. The opposites attract each other on a magnet, not the other sides throw away from each other. So that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great point and something to think about, I believe. But, but you know, I got I to gotta ask, Terry, what's your what's your thoughts on propaganda? I know you've probably seen a lot in the past couple of years there where you're at yeah well
0: I mean I I remember going back to my history class in high school and um we done a section of it uh, in our class on propaganda and it, it sort of taught you about World War II and the propaganda that was used there and I mean some of it was pretty uh, outlandish let's put it that way I mean it basically had it was cartoons and you had germans and they were you know dressed up as monkeys or gorillas and things like that and it was basically just dehumanization and i think that that is the whole point in propaganda if if you're talking about negative propaganda i, I think i agree with what you said about positive propaganda and and, On a technicality, and day, i think the, the definition of propaganda is obviously it can be used for truth and for lies the de- mm. definitive meaning It isn't always lies. That's what they say. So I suppose you could class uh, us putting uh, memes or whatever out on social media. You could say that was maybe a positive type of propaganda where you're using uh, exaggerations to express the truth. And if you've got negative propaganda, obviously it works sort of in the opposite way. But I think the whole idea behind it is to evoke emotion. And um, you can cut in if you think I'm I'm wrong. I'm it's just a personal feeling that emotion is is what the the whole you know the whole purpose of it is is to to get you to feel either angry, um sad, upset, and then they tie information to that, whether that be uh writing articles or pictures, art, anything you name, uh, but the whole idea is
2: Interesting. To get Interesting. someone out. Say
0: you've got like war propaganda. It's going to show you pictures of people hurt. And then, oh, look at what these people have done. Uh, they're hurting people. These people are bad. And that is that is the, the base of it. I mean, obviously, it does get more complicated than that. And it can be, you know, further. Cool. But it, it is there to basically get you really angry or in, invoke an emotion and then feed the information. And then you tie, psychologically, you tie that, whatever the, the subject is, whether it be a country, let's say, um and if Russia and it's Ukraine good, Russia bad, for example. That's that's probably where we're getting flooded with a lot of it at the moment. And when it invokes that emotion, that's that's where you can get that that, that bias from. That's where you can create that, that
1: I think you can call that bandwagon bandwagon propaganda where people yeah. are you know jumping uh, yeah. on you know whatever side because you you technically will get it fed from both sides regardless of mm-hmm. what's going on over there you know what i'm saying like you, the you're getting it from our media side that's you know let's stand by ukraine and you're getting it from another media side that's like hey these guys aren't the good guys And you you technically got people just jumping on because they don't you know, some people are like, "Oh, sure, they're telling the truth," or some people are like, "Well, I don't, I'm questioning that truth," so they're looking other ways for things. And because neither side is giving given full facts, they're just cherry picked bits and pieces that cause that emotional reaction that you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's it's to fire up the emotion because they don't want people to to stay not not apathetic as such, but trying their best to logically see the information, take it in and decide for themselves whether they believe it's true or factual, logical. What it is is look at this, feel this emotion, dislike these people, this movement or this idea, etc. Re- and I, th- I think I, I think an extreme version of it, um I remember and I seen this yesterday, it was a the COVID um during COVID and they said that people that didn't follow COVID protocols um, would be uh, basically high on the sociopathic scale. So that was your mainstream media basically saying, if you don't follow COVID guidelines, you're a sociopath. And that that was the type of information that they were flowing out at the time. It was basically, these people are, are sociopaths and psychopaths if they don't follow guidelines They're but let's be honest grandma. we know that that's projection because the people writing this stuff had to be pretty high in the sociopathic psychopathic scale right
1: right yeah no i mean i i, I actually had a couple of engagements whether it be online or you know even out in public where i was pointed at or laughed or however you want to take it and even told i was still yes. grandma you know and i'm just like <laughs> all right bro go take another booster if you're so worried about it like I'm, yeah
0: you're so, a murderer you're a murderer I, I, You know. I mean? I mean
2: they're still spreading the misinformation the state is spreading the misinformation that it prevents a spread
1: correct
2: and i just saw somebody today stating oh people not getting vaccinated are not picking up i'm like what are you talking about like you, uh, they do not read any of the data. So the reason why no vaccine is working for these viruses is because they never worked for coronaviruses.
0: They didn't even test it's, them.
2: There's never, they've, obviously, we were the test. Like the live yeah. exercise <laughs> was the test. Uh, <laughs> we were the, the results. Favorite. Failure. I mean, Australia is a perfect example where there was almost no infection. And out of the blue now, everybody's dying left and right. And, and the sad reality is just the amount of myocarditis that's coming out. The Moderna vaccine was banned from minors being taken in Europe. Like it's slowly seeping into reality. Hey, you know, those people telling you not to do it because the sci- the real science said that it was dangerous. Yeah, those people were right. And the scientists promoting that nonsense, they were paid off by the pharm- pharmaceutical industry in order to say those lies. Propaganda. Pfizer is the king of propaganda. They're so powerful. They have fooled the entire world. And Moderna was just like riding the wave with them. Honestly. It, that's was Moderna got started, I think, in the 2017. Like they, they they were just the hedge fund people. They weren't scientists, but they got a lot no. of contracts. And they got the contract to make the vaccine in December of 2019 for the SARS-CoV-2. Also, mm-hmm. it just came out that in a laboratory in March, there were rats with SARS-CoV-2 in the United States. So there is that, that there was I mean,
0: I mean, the, pro- the propaganda. was the, this is the thing. I mean,
2: it was bat soup. It was bat soup.
0: Yeah, there was some I can't remember who, who said this quote. And um, uh, it's slipping my mind now. Um, if you tell a lie often enough, it becomes truth. Um, who, who said that? Uh, Goebbels, maybe? I, I can't remember. But um, I think that um, psychologically, sometimes yes, if you just barrage the mind endlessly, then subconsciously somewhere it starts to take effect. Unless like g- guys like us um, and the viewers that have seen it and all this sort of stuff before and you're used to it, you're hardened to it, but your everyday person that doesn't really engage politically, if they are barraged constantly again and again with key words, key emotions, they're going to have this, it's going to be lingering there that they, they then start to believe well, maybe people that uh, that didn't choose to get the, the vaccine are anti-vaxxers. Sure. You know? You know you apart, can... I, mean, I mean, how many people during COVID actually weren't against vaccines? They just didn't trust Pfizer. But the narrative over and over and over again, and you can see it now, you can see that anytime anyone disagrees with any sort of COVID narrative, the your normie, the person that doesn't really engage politically, but watches mainstream news, they shout anti-vaxxer. And I think that that's an example of propaganda just being hammered home endlessly, and it starts to take effect where that lie becomes truth. And we see it all the time because, even even when it's ridiculous, even when we see propaganda that is outrageous and we know it's laughable, they just keep they keep sending more and more and more, and people forget about some of the ludicrous headlines or photos or attempts to brainwash people, and then they just keep filtering more through. And I think that that's been um, I don't know about you guys, but I think that that's been pretty. Uh, I,
1: wanna, I keep bringing pretty true things. the last
0: couple of years, two three years.
1: I keep bringing a few things up from this one specific article that i got here and it's a it's a marketing article and i've made mention before how there's tons of psychology used when it comes to marketing in general and propaganda is really also one of those ways to do so you know you were saying about how simple propaganda can be and literally the the simplicity of propaganda is that commercial for domino's 6.99 pizza if you buy so you know so many or whatever it's it you don't and when you break it down it's put in there to be in your head to feed you this thing that you you know it's the same thing with marketing to feed you that you need this now or whatever and that even is propaganda you know what i'm saying there's Mm -hmm. there's my grandfather had this saying a long time ago is that if something needs a commercial it's probably not good for you the only reason that it needs the commercial is because they're trying to, you know, trying to sell it to you trying to make you want it and using these methods of propaganda, and these methods of psychological manipulation through marketing, you know, there's been things like Oreo cookies became this giant, this giant thing that everybody wanted, and they weren't even an original, they were stolen. They were a stolen idea from another company that was doing it years before and but because of marketing and propaganda and stuff like that they became a household name and a cookie that everybody goes out and buys it's it's amazing to me how well, ad- advertising yeah 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 it's amazing to me how you know how easily manipulated people are with with this you know constant bombardment of propaganda from different ends, whether it be things like, you know, vaccines, whether it be things like war, whether it be things like what you're going to eat that night for dinner. Like there is just so much propaganda fed to you all the time. This is why, you know, I'm all about saying you should just, you know, you, you need to question all of it. You need to question the things you're told, question the things you hear and honest to God, question the things you see. We brought this up before too. Your perception is, not as great as you think it is when it comes to the things you can see your see with your own eyes. Because yeah. even it can be manipulated through time and space without you even thinking about it. And it it seems that a lot of the same people that are in like the world of Pfizer or in the world of the government or in the world of your favorite fast food restaurant all turn to the same exact tactics of marketing propaganda to sell you their items. Like right now, I'm sure everybody's been really hot and heavy in the United States anyway with the election propaganda because this week is the like, is election season or whatever. And people are voting for new governors and new state and house seats and stuff like that, and it has been a nonstop bombardment. They've got you convinced down here that Herschel Walker is the devil because he – carries a gun and whoops someone's ass one time because they got out of line and uh, the the one of our governor elects uh stacy abrams has she stuck her own foot in her mouth because she went after the sheriff's association of the south and you know a lot of these small town less than a thousand people sheriffs kind of took an offense to that because they're not. It's not that it's a good old boy system, but they're not, as she said, trying to just arrest blacks. Her own words. Um, wow. And she had many Spanish and black sheriffs kind of turn on her and make a spectacle of how ignorant she made herself sound when it when it come to like who she was trying to go after. I, I, we we get this every couple of years in the Georgia area, and she's a she's another person I consider a transplant. She's. She's not from Georgia. She just came here as a politician and thinks that she's going to bring change to a state that doesn't really want to change. Mm -hmm. And the amounts of propaganda that are being fed over the radio, over YouTube in my area, I feel like other people see it too. You know, like I'm sure wherever you live in the United States that your YouTube feed even is filled with commercials of your local politicians slinging some hellacious blood at each other. Like it's... it, to me, it's comical. A lot of it, I try to skip it if it'll let me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, skip
0: some, some, <laughs> of it's, some of it's synchronized, Jim, yeah. as well. What you, what you notice with the midterms you're talking about is, so they might synchronize uh, terms. And uh, so they're saying democracy is on the ballot. Right? And they're all repeating it. All the news outlets, all the talking heads, all the blue checks. And it's to frighten people to the extreme that they think that they're heading to a dictatorship if they don't vote for ironically a bunch of dictators <laughs> vote for these people or democracy is over so that is the fear mongering that they're putting and obviously i think when you you get this to a certain stage where you recognize propaganda it doesn't work anymore and you you mock it but obviously for millions tens of millions of people it still works this otherwise they pre- wouldn't be doing
1: it this actually brings attention to one of my favorite videos you were saying like the news and everything else all saying the same thing like here's a little one minute 40 second 41 second video of exactly this this is this is propaganda in action
3: fox san antonio's jessica headley and i'm ryan wolf our, our greatest, greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our treasure our... valley communities the el paso las cruces communities eastern iowa communities mid
2: michigan communities
3: we are extremely proud of the quality balanced journalism that cbs4 news produces but we are concerned about, about trouble trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories. plaguing In our, our country. country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, news has become, become all too common, too common on, on social media. Social media. More alarm. alarming, some, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the platforms to their personal biases and agenda control exactly what people think and this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous to our democracy.
1: This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait we, we forgot. Oh, please. We got to find that next one. A uh, Pfizer, please. Uh, oh, the Pfizer. Brought one? to you, please. Find a, brought to you by
1: brought to you by Pfizer and Johnson oh, and Israel. Johnson, a family company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Family company that, produ- that has an open uh, permit to import opium by the U S government. They are legal drug- Baby Baby they powder. are legal drug lords <laughs> they are legalized drug lords and, and drug peddlers they improved opium production by improving the speed of the growth of poppy and increasing the the strength of the drug but on on that in propaganda that's Sinclair media so what you saw was a network of local news stations. The majority of them are actually owned by one company, Sinclair Media. So what you were witnessing was the distribution of that message through Sinclair Media. So it's a mix of it is propaganda and also it's one company because we have the illusion of options when in reality, the United States is ran by six companies. I mean, six companies in relationship to media and in relationship to tech, you're looking at like 10 companies. 10 companies honestly rule most of the world's data at this point. And then U.S., I mean, most of them are U.S.-based companies. The others are Chinese and maybe one Indian.
0: Yeah, well, you look at companies that um, they try and get uh, start a uh, product wars, uh, Pepsi or Coke, and they're telling you, oh, get this one or get that one. But the same company owns all this shit anyway. Yep. So Here's it's the it's the illusion of choice, isn't it?
1: Because you know the companies behind that, there's 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 some company back there that's selling both of them. They're they're soda water.
2: Well, you look at you go to the grocery store. How like remember when you had options, but now you go to the grocery store, you're literally buying from potentially realistically. There's in the grocery store instead of them being three thousand options. No, there's really twenty.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. even a lot of your, uh, like, your if you know how to read the barcodes, a lot of the brand, like the store branded stuff or whatever, like, uh, for example, Kroger's brand that they have on the shelf is just made by one of these other companies and Kroger pays to put their label on it.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah, private labeling. Um, that's what uh, that's what Aldi does. They just do private labeling. Uh, a lot of these... And honestly, private labels for consumers, it's actually much many times a good deal. When it comes to Costco, did you know that vodka from Costco the, is Grey Goose? Yes. So the what? only good deal you can get... Yes, the Kirkland vodka is Grey Goose. I, I paid, like, fucking $90 a bottle for that shit. It's Grey Goose. Oh, go to costco and buy the kirkland vodka and put it in the bottle of Grey goose nobody will know the difference it's exactly the same thing
0: wow <laughs> Stitched me right up there didn't they?
2: there you go i give you a <laughs> discount today there you go you're already you're already winning
0: yeah but i mean that is it's true so i mean it doesn't even have to be political i mean there's there's a perfect example of how propaganda is used to to let you part with your money even though real realistically you're not you don't have the choice. You're, you're buying from one one company. You're just led to believe that uh, you're buying from, from different competitive ones and, and you're trying to choose the best product.
1: You, especially when you go back and start looking at something like uh, the investment firm BlackRock and seeing how much, how much of every single company out there that they own mm-hmm. the percent of, basically.
0: And no one talks about them.
2: Well, the BlackRock has ten trillion under management. Because I recently I thought it was seven. It's like no, it's now at ten trillion. So it's ten trillion. They have ten trillion, <sighs> and then there's Vanguard, and then there's State Street, and then there is uh, UBS Group, and then there is Fidelity Investments. So UBS Group, Fidelity, State Street, BlackRock. You look at you put all these together. The top five, top six, you have the entirety of American U.S. like American debt. Yes.
0: Well, um, isn't Alphabet, isn't, isn't that a company that um, controls a lot of different media? As no, well?
2: Alphabet is just Google. It's just Google. Alphabet's just a rebranding for Google. So what Google did is, you know, they have a lot of subdivisions. So what they did is they restructured mm-hmm. their stocks. So Alphabet just owns all these companies from A to Z. They haven't filled up the Alphabet yet. <laughs> They're
1: trying. Wow. <laughs>
2: They're not there, they haven't filled up the alphabet. Like and and, and it's because they chart they, they they do kill a lot of their own companies constantly. And sometimes they have good products and they destroy them. And people are like, You're stupid, but that's Google, they destroy good products sometimes, and people are like, You just didn't market it correctly. It was it wasn't a bad product. So Google's interesting and weird at the same time. It's like you you killed good products all the time. And that that's
0: what it's all about, though. It's it's Everything's an illusion, isn't it? The the illusion of choice, the illusion of journalists um, having empathy for people and caring. Let's be honest, they don't care. They're order followers and they will print or they will read from a script whatever they are told to. (laughs) So essentially you've got, wow, a handful of companies that control information, manufacturing, manufacturing, everything and psychologically they're constantly trying to evoke emotion into us and that's that's the stranglehold they have i mean i don't know what you guys think but i think that emotion is is what the the key to it is psychologically
2: i mean disney wants to build moon bases
0: angry you know
2: you want to this company is looking to build uh, Colony systems on Mars so they, They're they looking They're building ideas on that now Like when they're building parks Think about it, a company that builds parks Wants to build cities That makes sense If you think about it thoroughly yes, It's but- Disney's agenda To be a spacefaring company In now, the future
1: now here's, here's something I've always found interesting When it comes to companies like like Disney. Okay. Oh,
2: and they also invest a lot in robotics. Look, have you seen the robot from Disney that was doing uh, somersaults?
1: I have. I think
0: I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah,
2: they they have a robotics division. Like people don't understand how strange and crazy big Disney is.
0: Wow. I've have seen the who 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 develops the robots for them. Have you seen the Boston. video where the guy's he's, he's shooting at the robot and he's kicking, oh, that's fake. He's kicking it corridor. while it's shooting?
2: It's it's fake. That's a good fake Is that a corridor. Fake? Yes, I was going to say
0: because that fucking terrified me. I was like, Jesus fake, fucking Christ.
2: It's from a YouTube channel <laughs> called Corridor. They're really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, based off the Atlas uh, robots from Boston Dynamics.
0: That's who I was thinking of. yes.
2: it's based off Boston Dynamics. Look at this fucking insanity! Can you zoom in a bit? What the hell? It's more but than it's a lot. Whoa! You think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow! That is nuts. It's
1: it gets like crazy and deep, and there's like just so many other and what? All right, what gets even uh, more about this when you start digging?
3: Razor Gator. Is-
1: is all of the companies that are also like partnered in, okay? <sighs> like examples, big companies like Disney baby. Well like no big I think 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 about this. Think about all your sponsors, your big sponsors in the NFL. Like for example, Little Caesars recently out pizzaing the HUD and becoming the sponsor of the NFL. But because there is so much of the NFL that's technically now tied back into Disney, thanks to different ownership and where they're seen and stuff like that. You know, you've got companies like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Little Caesars, all these other sponsors you see that actually have deals in with these big companies. They actually, you know, these these giant boards of directors are groups of all of these companies and stuff coming, coming together and it's what gets even weirder is how many of these ceos and bigwigs and a lot of these companies that are doing all of this are also married in or related to many people sitting in different seats of the government and people wonder how a lot of these things get done or how these things move forward and how they get away with doing all of this and it's like well duh they're all they're literally all working together and there's a paper trail if you want to sit there and follow it long enough.
0: That's a lot of avenues for propaganda. And yet you would see someone and they would be like, oh, but this company says, and this company says, and they're like, all these different people say it. And you're like, no, it's actually just a small number of people just trying to push an agenda or information through their own their own avenues. And they seem to own a fucking hell of a lot, but judging by that picture,
1: well, that it, was... Well, what's what's even I don't, you guys know I'll share that picture too and but what's what's even funnier is like you know, we were talking about earlier some of that like still with the COVID propaganda even though everything is out in the open the way that it is there's a local grocery store in the new town that I moved to that is every 15 minutes over the intercom speaker is playing how I need to get up there and either get my Omicron booster or go get my flu shot for this season and I'm just like I'm gonna shoot the speaker <laughs>
0: While at the same time, you've got the Atlantic saying, We want amnesty for uh, all the lies that we told you for two years. So it's like, Don't get your booster, but we're sorry for the lies over the last two years. It's like, Oh, but
2: that's the worst thing is that they continue it. And like, uh, uh, do you not learn the lessons already? Did you not read the data? Look, this is the thing. At the end of the day, they are continuing the nonsense that's the Mm. worst part they made
1: people watch their loved loved ones die via zoom chats
2: oh yeah there was a i think libs of tiktok did a good mega thread on this um where they started just posting all and a lot of people they did good mashups of all of the propaganda all over the planet saying all of the nonsense and it then the thing is you know how i knew that this was all a lie when it started it was actually pretty like uh, uh, other than a lot of things were being lied to when when it comes to the vaccines when it when i knew that it was a lie 95 percent efficacy that doesn't exist in the medical world look at so that's when i knew that that oh they're lying okay
1: back at this map literally it this is film television music radio gaming
2: finance theater consumer goods property parks publishing and digital music they're oh. going to build colonies on mars this company's going to build colonies on mars they're going to be an interest the interplanetary company you watch you we're going to literally watch it at the end of our lives like disney building fa- uh, like things on mars <laughs> The a little mouth the little mouse <laughs> will have a, a statue on Mars. Hey, do
1: you do you think do you think that they'll send Walt's head to Mars instead of leaving yes. it under Epcot?
2: Yes, eventually. <laughs> I, think, I think. I mean, honestly, it, that I'm surprised told, they haven't tried
1: to resurrect the
2: <clears throat> future. Oh, we story. still haven't. We don't have the tech yet. It's we will. Tiny. I I don't believe that that theory is possible. It's hilarious. If it's true that Walt Disney is fr- frozen, will they able like? The, the thing is, potentially the technology was so shitty. What what, what happens when they turn on the brain? It's going to say potato potato like it's going to be broken. So what does it matter? Or it's going like, to say something failed. really
1: racist. A test Disney a racist <laughs> <test>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where are the Jews? Where are the Jews? And they're just like, they're just repeating. <laughs> Where are the Jews? Are they in my park? Where are the Jews? That's that's all, that all about, <laughs> repeating over and over again. <laughs>
1: All, all, I, all I can see is 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 his head in a jar, like Nixon and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and him just screaming that repeatedly on top of his robot body.
2: <laughs> I forgot all, all of why he was considered so racist, but you know, enough people called him an anti-Semite for a while. So,
1: just him and Henry Ford walking around, right? <laughs> walking around together, pushing pushing Nazi propaganda. Yeah, because you know they. They like to talk about the nazi propaganda like i brought it up a little bit earlier that, that disney did the anti-nazi propaganda but they didn't do that at first they were actually doing pro-nazi propaganda when it first started
2: could you find the the the, the pro-nazi one i there's there's it's hard to find i mean i the duck the donald duck one is pretty funny though but let, let's see if it actually has the video i mean
1: was
0: that done over the radio
2: there's a lot of over the radio in yeah, probably the video in German. Won't
1: play. It's supposed to be the video, but it won't play.
2: Just look at it on It's on YouTube.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm gonna look for it. But I, I do want to share this article with it and stuff. Like it, it, it did evolve though, is what this article was talking about. How it went from being.
2: Oh, look! 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 Go! Oh, go up! Go up! Go up! I'll oh, go up a bit. Look! Remember, he was doing a lot of coke at the time. So is that an That's a jab at his drug abuse.
1: It really is. There's
2: videos of Hitler like this. And like, and it wasn't Parkinson's. Eventually it was, but this was early, earlier on. And you can tell the guy was tweaking hard. He was fucking like, wired. He, well, look, there's a book called Blitz. It's about uh, the amount, the, the drug history of the, of the German, like the German, like German soldiers were given meth. And that's why they were considered so incredibly insane because they were methed up. So this, the same as
0: ISIS when they gave what did they give ISIS? I think it was Yeah, Captagon? they were giving
2: them a, a type of meth. Yes. With or F, something, wasn't it? Something with an F, I think. I, I saw like even pictures of it. It's like that was their meth. And that's how like the Americans were like, What the fuck? Like we like it's this people don't sleep. They were literally trying to fight them, and they were like, These people literally are not sleeping. Could they, had they have been that fed
0: propaganda that fired them up even more at the time mm-hmm. as well? Oh, yeah. During the war, I think most of it was done through the radio as well.
2: Oh, this is fascinating about propaganda and music is that different music was played to the outside of Germany and to the inside of Germany. The Germans heard different music than people outside of Germany did in relationship even to German stations. So Germans had a lot of jazz music and a lot of very like this very interesting, like making people more docile. They wanted people to be docile. They didn't want them to be aggressive.
0: Probably like North Korea or something. Well, something very similar. You no, know, I'm, I'm. control of information.
1: I found. I found some. I actually found something today. My wife actually brought it to me. She went to a uh, book sale at the library. You know, speaking of control of information and the way propaganda is fed, and I found the book of interest because the title of the book was "The Record of Mankind." So. I found the book, and the original copy of this book was published in 1949. I got a second publishing, which was republished in 1954. There was a third republishing in 1965. It happens to be a textbook that was used in a lot of government-funded schools, and it's trying to put history in a box from the Greco-Roman... At, you know visual point of it mm-hmm. and I, like i was thumbing through it and i was like i was like holy shit because they were putting things out of order like time time wise and stuff like that but they were trying to piece it together to make it understandable for high school students is what the forefront of it st- said and I as, I as i was piecing things together and started realizing i was like wait a minute some of this is garbage and i started reading a little bit more about it i was like let me go do some research on the on the author and a wesley Raw rome i can't say it right but this is that's the name right there trying to search for the name yeah. i couldn't find squat i couldn't find the author i couldn't find him writing anything else i couldn't really find
2: much history about him. Other could have been a like, pen
1: name exactly yeah well, yeah, yeah.
2: It, that that's what I was
1: figuring is it was a pen
2: there's a few authors that use that in order to speak about something my friend literally Uh, writes erotic novels I understand understand. and and nobody knows who he is because he uses an alternative name well upon a little bit of research the
1: um, Arthur W Roeholm was a teacher in Minnesota and they claimed that's who had some to do with the writing of this because there was a his colleague that um, there's pictures all throughout this book, and his colleague that added the pictures into this book is also credited in the 1965 rehash or whatever. And I was still, but I was still just curious and looking around, and I was, for some reason, I was like, "Well, let me look at the backstory of that name that's used." And the R O E H M happened to be like a sub of R with the with the funny O with the circles above it. And uh, it it ended up it ended up being the name of a German general during the during the Weimar Republic and the, and the Nazi thing. And I got to look in a little bit more, and there were some people that actually did survive and ended up coming to America during the. They they were considered some of the smart minds that they brought over during the paperclip thing paperclip yeah I was like I wonder if this person has relation back into that family and that's that's why they were keen to writing the books that were about to be divulged into schools across the country in history classes and social studies because you know we we talk about we talk about how they infected like NASA and other fields and stuff it would only make sense if they infected the the school system as well
0: well, I mean, I mean, Goebbels, who was obviously the the German propaganda minister, <clears throat> I mean, he visited Edward Bernays, the godfather of propaganda, before the war, and he said that his library of um, uh, propaganda was—I can't remember the exact words—but it was it was, uh, it was it was wide, it was a vast array, and it was the best thing he'd ever seen, basically. And so, you're looking at Goebbels was learning from Bernays. Mm-hmm. So the german propaganda machine actually sort of didn't originate as such in america but it certainly helped it on its way that's where he got a lot of his ideas from so i mean that's pretty staggering when you think about
2: it supposedly uh bernays did work with the nazi party but it they're they're, it's not confirmed not confirmed uh, he mentioned it in a interview once and people are like wait did you just say basically you did work for them and that you that success so that's the thing there are other propagandists uh the female actually uh propagandists that somehow survived the war and stayed alive uh if you know who i'm talking about there's interviews of her like you can find not only that she not get arrested for what she did i guess they're like well it's propaganda it was media it, did, it didn't kill anybody okay Yeah. Um, <laughs> buddy <you know, laughs> looking
1: looking at you know the fact that there is there literally What's is her
2: name i forgot she was the director of the
1: programs for propaganda like you that that's operation mockingbird all the way it was it, you know putting these in central intelligence agency people into place to work in all these media outlets and stuff and that's something that's been going on for years you know there's been there's been wild accusations that even people like um, bobby brown and whitney had because they got busted they they became feds like i've heard people talk about stuff like this before a lot of your, your your different celebrities and stuff that's how they stayed out of trouble you know what i'm saying they were just working for the feds
0: yeah just handed out propaganda pushing agendas it's like okay, we'll either we'll stop you from being punished for X Y Z, or we'll give you money so long as you push this agenda for us. Yeah,
2: I put up. I think that's one of the direct. I'm trying to find if she was one of the main directors for the Nazi propaganda. She, wow, she died at 101 years old. That's what I mean. She didn't die in jail. She died at 101 years old. Wow. I sent. Oh, that's weird. The, the link is broken. Um. There you go. Wait, what? It's weird. Don't want me to. Don't want me to talk about her. Gonna... <laughs> uh, I, I literally just. I, I sent you the direct link. Let me try again. Yeah, oh, like, try that link. I'm sorry. Try that link.
1: Right. They're, try, they're trying to stop me, bro. They're like, don't talk about this. Link. Yeah,
2: pro- Nazi propaganda film director L- Lini Reifstahl. L- uh, maybe that's how I pronounce it. I am not sure.
1: Lini L- 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 L-
0: Riefenstahl.
1: That looks like a mask, bro. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like her, like her guy, like her guy Fox mask.
2: Yeah. That, that was a type of Photoshop that was used in the day, back in the day. Um, okay. for, but yeah, it, the, the thing is the Germans were really good. I mean, so Hollywood was really wasn't Germany. So before the Nazi party came into power, Berlin was the capital of film, uh, Germany was the main producer of movies into the world, um, you can look at Metropolis, an incredible film from Germany from like from the twenties masterpiece. If you've never seen Metropolis, take a moment and watch it. It's on YouTube for free. Um, it's, it's an incredible film uh, that everybody should watch. It's a silent, what well, you see music, but it's a silent film. Um, so silent film, all that, all that came from Germany. Then the Nazi party came in and squashed all of it. They, they, they kicked out all the gays and all the artists and all the creatives and everybody moved to the U.S. So really, the Germans moved over to the U.S. The reason it got started in Hollywood instead of in, in, in the East Coast was related to, to patents and taxes. They didn't have... Hollywood... California did not respect uh, the patents that were related to Edison. Edison owned certain patents in relationship to technologies that were used for filming. And because Edison controlled it, they just went to California, avoided the patents. And that's why Hollywood was at the time became so big. It's just because of also that also the the fact that California has sunshine almost all year round. So that's good for filming. So
1: to get a little weird and dark for a moment, we keep referencing back to, or I do anyway, back to things that our buddy Mike Mason talks about in the Frankists, and it's weird how a lot of that aligns with some of the Frankist stuff of people that were doing things in a weird way and being shoved out of the area that they were and re-establishing in new places and continuing to do a lot of the weird things that they were doing like that the the holly weird as people will sometimes call it or whatever a lot of a lot of the weird shit you know cultic shit that they do relates directly back to that Frankish stuff that we've talked about and that i've talked about a lot in in the past and it's it it, it also just ties back into all these weird sick fucks that have been you know running the world and stuff because I actually learned this morning about another fellow you know everybody first comes to mind when they're thinking about that uh that one dude who owned the island down there and all the weird stuff that he was into that people still kind of want answers for but I don't think many people I don't think many people realize that there's totally even a whole other thing that went on with that too with another the most disturbing histories in America
3: and no one really knows the full truth behind it so like I said before this island was owned by multi-millionaire Francis Sheldon pictured right here and Francis and a number of other local men from Michigan including this guy Gerald S Richards ran a boys camp on the island they would fly kids to the island on this airstrip kids from the YMCA and other schools and communities in the area And both the children and the parents of the children who attended this boys' camp were told that this was an island of fun where kids could relax, they had big brothers there, it was going to be totally safe. And this camp ran on this island for a period of years. Then one day, some of the kids who attended the camp began to tell their parents that the counselors or the teachers, the adults that were there on the island, had behaved with them in very, very inappropriate ways. They began telling their friends and parents that they were taken into these cabins pictured here on the island. They were assaulted, they were told to remove all of their clothing, and that there were cameras all over the place. Well, it turns out that this guy, the multi-millionaire with political and business connections in the area, Francis Sheldon, was running a massive CP ring. And they had been abusing the children on this island under the guise of bringing them to a boys camp for years, recording all of it, selling it across the world. And some of the more affluent clients of their business were even allowed to take trips to the island themselves to see some of these young boys. Now this story... Like,
1: first of all, that sounds exactly familiar is something else that happened with the whole
3: Epstein thing, of
1: course. But, like, think about the propaganda those parents were fed to allow this kind of thing to happen. Like, It oh. lulled in us a in, false sense in, in, in of security. Holl- In Hollywood, you know, a common thing that I've heard from people that have had experiences, and, you know, that especially with children, you know, there's always a lot of weird, inappropriate propaganda like fed to these parents. And then you hear these. You guys
2: remember Pinocchio?
1: hear these stories all these years later about terrible things that happened to him like the cory got like the cory feltman fella and stuff but yeah the the story of pinocchio and i think it's look at
2: the movie look at the movie pinocchio and remember the the part where the kids turn into donkeys and then they sell them to 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 rich people like that part in this story is fascinating that they put human trafficking in the story and nobody notices
1: just just brush it right over i mean not Mm -hmm. not not, not to mention a guy with a with a name like geppetto and you know he has this (laughs) infatuation with creating a real boy Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's a bit strange isn't it oh and
2: his (laughs) nose grows every time he lies it's just a little weird from my perspective,
1: but <laughs> this is also—I mean—but this is also other form. I mean, technically, other forms of
2: propaganda. Before we had like the media and stuff like that, we had books. Well, you—you you want to hypersexualize children in order to exploit children, and that's propaganda. And that's a negative, that's... negative side of propaganda is hypersexualization of children. Why any, is any agenda? Yeah. Why is it important? Is simply because. At the end of the day the reason why hypersexualization is dangerous is because children just don't understand it it's like they 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 being open to it to groomers i had friends that people t- groom them it's and like when i mean grooming i mean like the the horrific way of grooming like older men taking boys you know. and taking them out with all like we're talking 16 year olds for 13 year old 15 year olds like they told me the stories themselves of them being groomed you know, and not
1: um, not to not to come after show, you know any show
2: specifically, but
1: I've seen examples in kids shows on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's
2: oh, what's the name of that director, that uh, uh, producer in, in Nickelodeon? That I believe he, that they that's, I, this, that guy this for
1: sure. But I was the
2: story. He's obsessed with about
1: in cartoons, though. Like, like they'll. You know, they'll make some sexual reference jokes and stuff that might go over a kid's head, but, you know, it still subconsciously imprints on that child's head. Like
2: Nickelodeon's logo is a foot.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that dude's a fucking sicko, dude. Like, I don't understand why he still gets to continue on.
2: Why is Nickelodeon's logo a foot?
1: These are great questions.
2: (laughs) Also, foot fetish is the number one alt fetish. It's related to, like, so when you look at fetish, they realize fetishes have a relationship to the brain and to a location in the brain, and they notice foot fetish is one of the most common, like, alt fetishes that can happen. That's why you hear so much about it.
1: But but feet, bro,
2: like... I mean, <laughs> it, I mean when it comes to kinks, it's not a bad kink. It's just don't, don't do it about children's feet.
0: It's interesting, I mean, when it comes to bro, kinks,
2: it's a pretty safe <laughs> kink.
0: The, the part of the brain um, there's there's another thing I was reading up about um and we haven't covered it is fear so they say that the, the brain doesn't work correctly um, when placed in a situation or scenario where it feels under threat panicked or or in fear so when you have propaganda that puts you into that sort of state of mind survival the brain the brains the brain's not gonna deal with the propaganda or the information in the same way. And so it it is an effective tool that if you want to force propaganda, then you place someone in a state of fear. And I think that that's directly, I mean, it's been done for decades, but COVID is probably the most recent, I would say, version of where they've instilled mass fear and panic, and then people's minds have been scrambled. And that way, the propaganda that was put out, let's forget, let's not forget how ridiculous some of it was but it, it worked. And if something works, repeat it. And it's the same war-type scenarios back in uh, World War II. It was fear, fear, fear. And uh, I think it's, it's one of the oldest tools of power. And obviously, there, is, there must be a direct correlation between the brain being placed in a state of fear and propaganda having probably a, a much uh, better stranglehold or effect on the mind than it's- if... It, if person isn't in a state of fear
1: this gets directly into actual studies done on mind control and one of the main things that needs to be done to be successful in mind control is to induce a state of fear Mm -hmm. because once you have that you know fear induced people are looking for someone to give them an answer and if the same person holding the keys to what they claim is the answer is inducing the fear to begin with you know what i'm saying they can co-hoax them into doing whatever they want like it's it's a little bit
0: hegelian dialectic there yeah
1: it's 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 a little it's definitely a psychological tool that can be used you know again it can be used for good you know i'm i'm always trying i'm constantly propagating because i'm always trying to you know sway your mind awake and you know i'm the best place i've found to do such a thing is like like on TikTok. tock we being you were talking about this a little bit earlier about how you know a one two three minute video you can have someone's attention but you know to to actually get someone's attention on that one or two minute video and spread a little bit of a message there to make them actually think, like make them think for themselves for a minute outside of the box is a very powerful way of also doing propaganda, but doing it in in a nicer way, I guess.
3: You know? but, and that's
2: what the CCP does when it comes to TikTok and their own separate Chinese platform, the Chinese version of Daojin. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing their name. But Byte Dance, which is essentially an arm of the CCP now um, is consistently understanding what they're doing. Like it's fifth generational warfare. They are utilizing their, if you ever played civilization, ever heard of cultural victory, that's what they're trying because they cannot win. Militarily speaking, China cannot win. So what do they do? They win with propaganda. That's the only thing they. they the real leverage, the Chinese have, sorry, Mike, The only challenge the Chinese have is the the intelligence and awareness of the human mind. They know pretty well how to tap in and how to sway people in certain directions. The problem is, as a party and as a governing body for for their own country, they are doing a lot of fuck-ups left and right. And that's why they're also destabilizing at the same time. And they're not going to win because evidently most of the data has been falsified uh, like australia is being slowly invaded by china very progressively you're seeing that they're starting to use the renminbi in australia australia is going to soon be having the ability to use renminbi in australia so your country's getting invaded slowly and they also already, buying everybody. They already
0: own half the country i think anyway. exactly
2: they're already buying mm. you out because and and Australian government was like yes yes bow down let me suck she let me suck she <laughs> let me suck she because I, I think don't I know think why what your the government Chinese they sucking she yeah Tiny I, th- I think I think what
0: the Chinese realize is that um, as every sort of older generation dies off, um, their views can die off with them. You know, obviously, essentially, pe- you know how people say, oh, "I wish all you boomers would just fucking die, you bunch of bootlicking." But you know, but <laughs> well, there is a bit of truth to that because once when a generation dies off and you have a younger generation coming in, it's fresh meat to brainwash. And over time, you can, I think, you can gradually brainwash them. And then, so the youngest generation, by the time they're pushing out, and then the ones coming in in twenty years' time, say, I mean, the the way they look at the world might be completely different to what the way we look at it now. I mean, the forms of propaganda are getting. Very clever. I mean, TikTok. How many children all over the world have TikTok? And that's a Chinese service. They can easily just squeeze in tiny oh, bits of propaganda. Dude, I, 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 I
2: once looked into a song and just like, I was just like, let me see the what whatever the content, right? And then eventually it was all kids' videos. Kids, 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 kids. Just nonstop. Kids, 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 kids. We're talking, I'm talking just pages and pages of kids under 10. Kids mm-hmm. under 10. And I'm, first of all, I get it. You're, 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 as a parent, it's hard to control everything your kids are doing. You don't but, want to
0: shut them out either.
2: And dude, and there's a whole thing with Google Photos and people sharing pe- uh, people's albums and they don't even know it. Like if you have Google Photos and you are your kids. There's somebody potentially hacking into your system and sharing your kids' pictures. I'm being dead serious. The Chinese,
0: the Chinese, the Chinese are pretty sophisticated um, with their forms of propaganda. And I do, I do think that you'll see an increase. But well, it depends if we end up in a nuclear war or not. I mean, none of it will fucking no, matter. But no, no, <laughs> um, next, next 10, 15 years, I think that they'll step up their game. Um, and I think, obviously, the West... I mean, the only, the only way it really knows how is through fear. I mean, it's not the only way, but it's their primary function is using fear to instill propaganda and to, to drive home an agenda. I mean, if you look at all the the scaremongering with with Russia, saying that they're evil and they're going to take over the world and start the Soviet Union again, I mean, anyone with an IQ higher than 11 knows that that's not true. But those that don't pay attention enough and they are driven into a state of fear, they're going to believe things like that.
1: This is exactly what you're talking about. Like, they, they, you know, Kim has been over there lobbing missiles towards Japan, and Mm -hmm. U.S. is like, hey, if you do that, we're going to nuke you. Like, what? This goes goes back to how, like, the new, you know, that it becomes the fear-pressing dick-swinging contest of the Cold War era. Over. in world war
0: Two as well i mean even yeah. even broadcasts over the radio it was it was all they're coming to get you they're coming to get you and at the same time over in germany you would have had they're coming to get us we have to go and get them first and it's like it's all anarchist. just a, like it's just know. a mind fuck, isn't it really
1: you know they, they especially a good a great example is here in the states back in the day they used to be like oh the anarchists oh the communists oh the socialists you know they they put a label on it and tell you that you need to fear this so yeah. you know that you know this is a bad thing and blah 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 it's just like the red fear like, like like why? like i don't know the best thing i can always tell people i guess in reality turn that news off because that news is whatever station it is whether it be abc cbs it's a, it's nbc people fox news cnn it's horseshit it's church sandwiches lots of turd sandwiches all day just put there just to prop do you
0: do you, th- do you think that um obviously I, th- I think the propaganda is starting to fail and that is the yes. reason why censorship is coming in and that's why they're attempting to censor everything it's not it's not to do with disinformation they are the ones giving out the disinformation it's that the propaganda is not having the same effect it did say 20 years ago and-
2: Enter the decentralized so, web.
0: Because the, the control of information is, it's not centralized to just the states and large companies, Raytheon, blah, 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 the US. There's more information. And because they can't control that information, the propaganda doesn't have the same effect and it's starting to fail. I, I don't know about you guys. I, I, I feel the way I look when I go on mainstream media, uh, social, social media sites... And there's just mocking everywhere, and it's not just a tribal aspect of left or right. There's just normal people mocking it as well. Yep. Okay. And it's starting to lose its uh, what, what? just? What's the right word? It's it's losing its power. It's losing, losing its its credibility. Struggle. Yeah,
1: L- losing its credibility because you know, yes. like there's there, 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 people are popping up there, and people are actually starting to see through the bullshit. There's more people that see through the bullshit today than anytime i think before
2: the, the easiest barometer is if you cannot question it it's not science it's that simple
1: if you can't mm-hmm. if, if you if you can't bring anything into question that it's being propagated into that direction that they want you to believe you know what i'm saying i think this goes across the board yeah like you if you it's it's healthy to question things sure some things maybe are settled but you know what go find the answer for yourself if you need to find the answer for yourself well
0: start. that's yeah george orwell, i think it was george orwell that quoted this he says um journalism is writing what someone else doesn't want to be written everything else is public relations yep. Yep. so if someone's actually telling the truth you'll see that they go for them like julian assange um or jesus christ the, the journalist that um exposed the panama papers Got a nice little present left under her car very well Walter.
1: exposing the well, real journalists okay.
0: if, if they're telling the truth you'll see the knives come out did you but notice as, how the orwell papers? says everything else is public relations so you know it it's was, propaganda
2: it was dragged under the table really fast the panama papers mm-hmm. disappeared real quick
0: afghanistan papers they all get they all get just swept under the rug don't they
2: well and, whenever and, you, you know, get
0: some real journalism it's quickly distract people get, so they they forget about it. It,
1: get, it it usually gets labeled as fake news that's not what happened but everybody mm-hmm. talks about how
2: uh Panama oh, Papers was like terabytes
1: I meant the part where people were like oh well there it causes a lot of stir when you say well Ob- Obama said that propaganda was okay and when you get to a technicality of it, they even tell themselves and see that it was because I made a mention of it earlier about the, that act being repealed this Smith this month. And I want to say that was right. Clinton in 94. Was it? well, the Smith in 2002, no, no, the Smith and Mon- monitorization act like, and this happened in 12, 2012 is when it actually happened. But in
2: 2014 it, is when it was actually placed into, uh, into effect. Yes. And if you look at the U.S. media after 2014 is when everything started to go to shit and Wait. it's like it's, it's there. It's right there. Like I follow it and I'm like this has progressively been scaling up. And what it, essentially the Smith-Montag was was preventing U.S. propaganda, U.S. In- entities from utilizing that propaganda power against the American people. That's essentially what it was. And then look what they did. That was by, by Eisenhower, a, a five star colonel that was also the president of the United States and was against the military industrial complex and also had a speech that was never published. That said the education industrial complex, the, he also even mentions that. But he took they were they was taken out of a speech, but they found like notes that it was mm-hmm. yeah. in the presidential record. It shows like he the original speech had education industrial complex, but they took that out of a speech that he had. Eisenhower was legit and he. He wanted a better future for the United States. And he was like, "Okay, this is really bad. What can I do against this? I can block it, at least in the United States, because it still serves the agenda of the US government to propagandize to the rest of the world. But now that they need to control all narratives, they said, let's control it right here at home. But the consequences of that we are witnessing in action. And that's how you get Trump as president.
0: Well, didn't didn't JFK, in one of the speeches directly before he had his head blown off, um, it was at university, he obviously spoke about the cabal, but he also, it was like a last stand where he begged journalists to tell the truth. That is
1: correct. That is correct. And it was
0: one of his last speeches before they, they shot him dead. And if I'm correct in thinking, obviously that carried on, but Bill Clinton in 94, didn't he sort of disband some telecommunications act or didn't he bring one in? And that said that that was basically made. it was an open playing field for propaganda i think but that's the last sort of person i remember saying like please please just tell the truth do journalism was jfk and yeah well we know what happened to him don't we yeah
1: (laughs) yeah no no i mean that's that's an absolute actually it was it was funny that you had brought him up specifically in the fact that we were talking about that because it made me think of something else that i had seen earlier today that you know goes goes right along with there being something shady going on in the, in the backdrop of the jfk assassination and stuff and oh is, uh, a hang on i'm trying to get it to pull up now because i want it i wanted to it's, it's a meme of course but i wanted to it still points out a good point that i thought was i thought was pretty interesting anyway about i'm gonna turn the sound off out on uh, this one is that this was taken with Johnson immediately after being sworn in and Stan, he's standing next to Jackie Kennedy with blood still on her dress and he looks back and they're smiling at each other. Like, aha, we did what we set out to do. Like there's, there's a lot, of course, that's like we the world's did, biggest first conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? That people did, <laughs> I mean,
2: uh, there's a reason why the Donald Trump administration did not release the JFK files. Let's be real. There's a reason.
0: Yeah, there is because, because well, Donald he, Trump he, was he,
2: supposed he, to release it, and he probably was like, I don't know, nah, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. He probably knows, but he's like, I'm not gonna fucking do it. I'm not gonna be the one answering for this. Bullshit. Trump's a
0: coward. He wouldn't, he wouldn't pardon Assange, you wouldn't pardon Snowden. That, he,
2: and that is the biggest anything. call out. He should have pardoned Snowden. He he should have pardoned us. First of all, neither are well, no, sorry, Snowden is American. But Julian Assange is not even American. What the fuck is going on with this nonsense? What is going on? He's not American. Let's mm-hmm. be clear. Why is Australia not calming out and saying, "No, we want our we want our person back. We should protect him." But your government's also a coward because your government should be protecting Julian Assange. Because Julian Assange is, is a net good Empire, for the though, world. It? Yes, Julian Assange know. is a net good for the planet. He's it a good is. human being. He was never a bad person. Most of the bullshit on him was fake. Like, he never raped anybody. That was all fucking slander nonsense.
0: Yeah, it was just lies. I mean, it's Australia Australia is a a little bit of a bitch country, to be honest. It just does whatever the U.S. tells it. That's why there's not been any fight back here. Every every politician that comes in for, like, election, or at least in the last two, was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do something about Assange. And, yeah, it gets swept under the rug. And you're talking about a guy who's exposed so much and it's just blown away all the propaganda that they, they tell you because he's given you factual information. And let's, let's not forget, no one has ever said anything that WikiLeaks put out was wrong. No one has ever said, oh, that's lies. No one has ever contested anything that Assange and WikiLeaks put out. So th- but that, that's the extent that they'll go to. Absolutely. They will jail someone for nothing
1: they will and do. leave
0: them to rot if you dare tell the truth, because the whole pro the whole, it's a house of cards, the propaganda that they put out. And when you have someone like a coming in and pulling those cards up away, it's all going to, it's all going to topple, isn't it? And I think, <clears throat> I think we're living that just now. I think we're living, I don't know, the, a, a new age of propaganda just being destroyed. I mean, you can say what you want about memes, but are very effective at countering propaganda even through comedy even just through some small facts clippets of knowledge and a a picture pictures can be exaggerated you know uh, for comedy effect or for even fear like we were talking about before but you've seen it; we've all seen it memes are destroying their billion dollar propaganda industry
1: i've said it before and and i'll say it again memes are the most powerful tool
2: in the world look at the countermeasures that were done against Joe Rogan, the most famous comedian on the planet. they are afraid of him yeah. he has a bit of power he is semi-establishments but there's parts of the establishment that dislike him tremendously so he's he's not completely a rebel but parts of the system dislike him to an extreme and well, remember the
0: propaganda a, they use the, the imagery of his gray face
2: It's a jester. Oh no I yeah he knows it it's a jester. He is a court jester of the modern times. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, oh, no, you know, but I mean back back to like the meme thing. You know, I mean that's you know, I, I always like to bring he up He can get the- every anybody he wants on the show if he wanted to. He, that's that's he where would get all Joe this, Biden on the show, he would basically destroy him in five minutes. <laughs> that, that's more like that's two and a half hours with Joe Biden. Like he me, wouldn't survive. You
1: know, I'm at, I'm met Terry through through memes and you know I've been I've been mm-hmm. memeing for a time or two on the on the forefronts of the meme war, you know, that the meme is just a powerful device. You look at look at what we did simply with. Epstein didn't kill himself, and I mean, it turned into COVID, and then locking everybody down because we got that too mm-hmm. popular overnight. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, my! Uh, it's like look at Lance. Okay, just happened here. Nancy Pelosi. Like, we live in a duality world, right? Where Nancy Pelosi's house was broken into, yet none of the cameras work, and everybody's like, "Hey." Why don't we stop talking about all that nonsense and just show us the the video of the person breaking in? Oh, the, the third person in the line to power of the United States has broken cameras. Yeah. No, we don't believe any of that. We don't, (laughs) if if a person, if a normal person has every corner of every entry, like I do covered, that means you're lying. Oh, by the way, there were nest cams. Somebody, uh, some, figure out how to get that footage, please, from the cloud.
0: Some what of the memes that? about that have been just absolutely brilliant, haven't they? And going back to what Jim's saying about the, the memes being so powerful, they are. I don't know if, it, uh, if Louis, if, if you guys remember anything, you might not have heard much about it being in the US, but I'm, in Europe, like, the European Union were talking about banning memes, and they were trying to ban um, use of images for copyright. But basically, it was like they're trying to stop people like us taking the piss out of them all they're trying yeah,
2: to... it was was act what is it 13 was it number 13 i can't remember it's something one. like that yeah it was so stupid everybody's like oh you're gonna destroy youtube you're gonna destroy oh. creative commons oh that's so smart of you well you're basically gonna destroy a whole section of art that's a no. desperate
0: they're getting though
1: well you know i mean honestly you want to know why they're not showing you that video from the pelosi thing though louise because this is what you're gonna see <laughs> 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 but i mean you know that's that's a sad point but you know the the main thing oh no the body cam footage i just want to see even, the body cam footage and and you know it, of course of course we're still memeing it as we can you know there's there's a handful of us that are still doing it and then, like i said this is, this is how this all started originally man we were just out there memeing it the the it it evolved to videos and stuff like that and that's why we're here with the podcast now because it's it's your best choice for alternative media you know I do all that work with the red pill project as well and I've made so many friends in the podcasting world there's so many podcasts out there and I keep saying that this is where they the whole thing they're like the 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 resistance or whatever won't be televised you're right it won't it'll be streamed because their their mind
0: control is failing
1: more people are turning to rumble or whatever podcast they choose or you know bit shoot, stuff like that wherever they watch listen whatever than they are to turn it on abc news at night or fox news at night they'd rather listen to some weird guy in a pirate hat get up here and talk about nonsense and still talk about some good stuff at the same time too you know that's why we pump out content as quick as we do over here and over there with josh on the red pill man he he pumps out his own version of the news every night and it's it's great because there's all these other people out there covering important things that are not getting covered by your trusted media sources. And, you know, I for one appreciate it. I appreciate everybody else out here doing it stuff like that. Like, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's the best yeah. way to fight. back I mean, because you yeah. give people a choice and where they get their information.
0: I think we're winning the war on propaganda, to be honest. Yeah,
1: absolutely. By the, t-
0: by the time that they want to censor everyone. They want to control information that badly I think I think we're winning so
1: and and you know we're gonna keep on doing it. You know Terry Terry's out there. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna bring up that if you guys want to be able to get back to even some of Terry's awesome memes, he's totally uh, admin on Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates, as well as you know technically the creator of Defeat the Media. So hey. he's always got some great memes going on out there, and he shares them through us if he's not around to share them because he's a lot like me and spends a lot of time in the hole. So yeah we we have to have a whole admin team to make sure these pages continue to go but you know i it's i i think there's been some great points brought out here tonight and there's a lot of good references that we got with it there's even like a good 34 minute video that terry shared with me that i'm not going to share on here but i'll share with this link that goes through like the history of propaganda and talks to some creepy individuals of how they felt about propagating other people and stuff you know it's 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 some good stuff and it's really something to pay attention to you know you gotta you gotta learn to tell propaganda from reality and. Unfortunately, here in the States I can't recall being taught how to look past propaganda and i've heard it's i've heard it's a thing in school for like you Terry and other people in Europe, and Russia and stuff you know y'all are taught the difference in propaganda and reality and you know we don't get that benefit here so that's why i was kind of gung-ho to be able to talk about propaganda today to hopefully open some people's eyes to the ideas Mm -hmm. of what propaganda can do and how it's you know it can be good or bad it doesn't really matter the route you look on it with so i appreciate you coming on this this afternoon terry this is is every time you come around man it's always some good conversation i think you're you're one of the pleasure well well, you're one of you're one of the better minds i love to speak to man that's why we always keep making sure you come back so luis you got anything you want to throw in there before we get ready to wrap up for
2: the night just verify when you have a question about something just go on DuckDuckGo or brave browser do not use google and verify things. Google's been completely broken as a search engine. And uh, look up something and look at different angles to it. Read both angles and try to some, like, look at the sourcing of specific stories. Because sometimes it's very sketchy. It takes a long time to learn to decipher this stuff. It doesn't happen overnight. It took me a long time to learn like, all the ways that you can change somebody's experience to begin with. We didn't even cover performatives, look at performatives, which is the ability to lie while saying like, so you're lying while saying the truth. So you're telling your brain that you're stating a fact about something else, but the audience is hearing that you're talking about the person, the thing you're talking about, but you're actually talking about something else. So your face shows that you're speaking a truth. It's little tricks like this, that how people, especially in politics speak. And when they speak slowly, it's because the people, like, well, what is it? What is it Kamala Harris speaks so slow that even uh, five-year-olds understand her and think that she's <laughs> talking slow.
1: Well, that's probably because she has about the mentality of a five-year-old. That's a whole different <laughs> subject in, in a different time, I think. So,
2: Terry, you got anything for before we get ready
1: to sign out for this evening?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, just to everyone watching, um, uh, I highlighted just briefly earlier about when they try and place you in a condition of fear. And that's obviously so that your your mind doesn't react logically as it should. So if, if you see information that's trying to put you in fear, just, I mean, there might actually be a reason to be fearful, but just, just be very wary that they may be trying to place you in that sort of state so that you will accept any sort of information and any solution that they deem necessary out with that. So yeah, just basically they're, they're practicing psychological warfare on us every single day. And just to keep that in mind and keep, keep an open mind. Yeah. And as always a pleasure, Jim, and thanks Louie as well. Yeah.
1: It's it's always a pleasure to have you on Terry. We can't wait till the next time we get you around you keep things going over there in the right side up. We'll, we'll hold it down in the upside. (laughs) course you guys know before I sign out I always you know appreciate all y'all make sure y'all check on constitutionalawakening.com you can get back to everybody that you see here tonight and many more that are on there hanging out and stuff you guys it's a good great place to find all the links to get back things we've talked about and stuff like that so I do appreciate everyone out there and before I sign out did you hear about the pirate drug addict no he was completely hooked you guys have